Hey, Pete. Hey, Adam. You know what I'm doing today? What? Jazz opera. Jazz opera. Hey, I did that the other day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. You're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you today, uh, sponsored by SoundSlice. Hey, we love SoundSlice. We use SoundSlice around here. SoundSlice is an amazing music notation resource where you plug in any video, whether that's, you know, you can send it from your phone, YouTube, Vimeo, Wistia, what else you got? Everything works. Yeah. And then uh, you can notate it in SoundSlice if you'd like. You can upload your own music XML files. Yeah. if you use Finale or Sibelius or whatever, and then you tap that thing in, and you can watch the music uh, go along exactly with what's being played. And then they have that whole community where you can check out transcriptions of some pretty famous solos and some some uh, pros that upload their own stuff. There's yep. a whole bunch of stuff over at SoundSlice. Yeah, it's really the aspiring jazz musician's dream, as well as a number of other different genres as well. Where our experience, of course, with it is most. As you know, with jazz solos and performances, we have extensive use of it on Open Studio, and it's just, as you say, truly a dream. I want a SoundSlice sticker. That's what I need here. Adrian, hook us up. These are all things that I love in SoundSlice. I want like an iHeart SoundSlice. Yeah, me too. Oh, and and it's it's a software product online in browser, but it's one of those pieces of software you never curse at it. You just and it gets better over time. It's like a fine wine. It's been improving quite. We've been we've been one of their first. We were one of their first clients, I think. Yep. And we've been early early adopters of it, and we've watched it grows so get on board now before it uh, blows up yeah. so much but it is it is browser-based it's not like you get a box uh from aol <laughs> dude i don't think anyone's <laughs> even thinking they're gonna get a box of software you know how my computer is man i still get boxes <laughs> you remember when uh, you, you're too young probably to remember this when you'd have to like to be able to download software you'd have to start it at night and then yeah. come back in the morning yeah. and hope that this teeny little file had finally downloaded all night. I remember doing that with songs like back in the day. Oh right, right, yeah, right. Maybe MP2s, Nap- MP1s. Maybe. <laughs> Hello, Napster.com. Uh, Keep on stealing. <laughs> before I was in the music industry. <laughs> cool. So what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about uh, how to be prepared for the gig, being prepared. <laughs> we have being ill prepared. Yeah, that was my in little parentheses. Addition. Yeah, we're really going to be super frank and uh, very personal today, right? I, I think mean, so. This is based on a true story that is actually. Uh, we'll give a little bit of, of background on it, but it's actually still in the making. It's I'm ongoing. Leaving. It's ongoing, like today. Like I'm leaving in 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So Terrence Blanchard wrote a, a wonderful, oh my innovative opera. It's so good. Fire, shut up. In my bones, fire shut up in my bones. Right, based upon a memoirs of Charles Blow, the great uh, writer and comments, uh, opinion writer for the New York Times and, and author, and it's being premiered in a couple of days right here in St. Louis by uh, Opera Theater St. Louis, yeah. and uh, it's really just a huge endeavor, obviously, to write an opera. But there's a lot of attention on this. It's an amazing piece. Some star singers, um, Julia Bullock, holy um, mackerel, amazing, amazing, and um, St. Louis Symphony. Yeah. Uh, members of St. Louis Symphony playing in the orchestra. It's quite an endeavor. And uh, I guess, how did it originally happen? I was tapped to play piano, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, it was kind of so long ago. I don't even know if it was going to be on stage in the pit, or how you, much it was going to be used. Were you tapped by Terrence? I was tapped on the shoulder. He was like, hey, he was like, man, hey can Pete. You play? Yeah. <laughs> um, like, yeah. Hey, Terrence. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Terrence. Do you guys have a podcast? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and so I was, you know, I just, I just immediately said, yes, of course, I'd love to do it. Yeah. As it turned out with the schedule, um, it worked out that, I mean, operas are heavily rehearsed. 
um, classical music in general is, but I mean, opera is like, I mean, I did some things months ago where it was kind of workshopping some of the uh, just individual songs that are in it. And uh, we actually did some performances of early versions of them and stuff. So I was super excited about it. Uh, maybe a little too excited. Uh, when the final kind of rehearsal schedule out it came out, I realized I was going to be gone for the first two weeks. Mm. Um, but 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 they said, well, no, as long as you're there for the performances, um, if you could get a good sub. And I said, oh, I happen to know somebody, my partner on the You'll Hear podcast, Adam Manis. So you did all the rehearsals yeah. up until the... You know, I knew there were some rehearsals I was still going to be doing. I just didn't really think through the dress rehearsal thing. Because in jazz, when yeah. we dress rehearse, we're not dressed first. Well, we are dressed, but we're not dressed in concert. Yeah, time. you missed all the good rehearsals <laughs> where we couldn't play the thing. That's the, Those are the good ones. Right. I think, yeah, so you came in at the dress rehearsal uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was like, it's just, I, it was just, just too late to come in for something like <laughs> yeah. this. It's just like it was so hard to get going you know yeah. what i mean so yeah i was just i was really holding the thing back the rhythm section i mean there's some important i mean i caught some of them but it was that kind of thing that i just i I'd never heard the whole thing i'd heard a couple of the songs i hadn't heard it with the orchestra i hadn't heard it with the singers and you can't see the singers you're down in the pit yeah and dress and I, rehearsal you don't stop you do it's not a performance. stop there's a, there was an audience there yeah yeah there so was you, an audience <laughs> you have to play on through yeah and uh i felt for you yeah, I remember we yeah. met in the morning and we kind of walked, I walked you through all the notes I had taken, which were yeah. copious. Actually, Andrew, I'll take a, I'll take a shot with my phone and send it and you could put it up. We'll, we'll take a little shot of, yep. of part of the score. Yep. Uh, so you could see how much it's written up and don't be and, stealing Terrence's stuff. No, we'll, no, we'll, no. We'll, we'll, we'll mask it. We won't give <laughs> just a little, little, little hit teaser of it. Well, actually the premiere will, the pre uh, opening night will have happened by the time they hear this, which it's is true. exciting. That's in a couple of days. Also, no one can play this anywhere. <laughs> it's, it's like, exactly. It's super difficult to, it's it's a specific thing. It's really yeah. challenging to, and I find this too. You play a lot with orchestras. I've played a fair amount, and like it is hard to lock up a rhythm section with an orchestra Absolutely. with a conductor because we're just not used to yeah. the way that stuff works. I mean, their beat is up, and we're just trying to stay with them, and it's not happening. And it's like, I mean, those first couple rehearsals were really, really hairy, man. Like we couldn't. We, we really couldn't hang. We had to really workshop it, as the kids like to say, yeah. to the point yeah. where it was it was uh, playable for us. But. And so what happened was you guys did workshop it, and you know we were talking during that time when I was gone, and it started to come together. I know Terrence made some changes, actually, ongoing up until a few days ago you know, to some structural things, things with, which is kind of common on a premiere. It's a premiere, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Terrence is such an amazing writer, and but he, he wants to be right. You know, he had this vision, and it, it's going to be amazing. And so... Um, you know, kind of missing that ability to workshop. I just didn't have a great feel for it. So I did the first, the, 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 the dress rehearsal, and then we spoke. I spoke with Terrence. I spoke with the conductor. And, you know, my feeling was that you were going to clearly do a better job of bringing this thing home. So we switched it back to you you're you're, to, you're the understudy now that now that now the tail is wagging the dog the That's dog right. was wagging the tail now it's we don't even it's so confusing we don't know who's wagging who yeah so it's good that we do have an understudy because i could come in if needed um but i mean for me some takeaways for this and i think for our listeners a lot of you may know this but there's nothing like doing it in real time i would say number one is the music is the most important Always. Yeah, always like the final product so like once i started thinking about how to do this i wasn't thinking about the money how i look what i was thinking about wow this is a great piece of music the premiere is this saturday night 
how is this going to sound the best? Like what needs to be done to maximize? Because I mean, there's always unexpected things are going to happen on set. I mean, there's things we can't control. I was like, what can I control to make sure that this is the best? Yeah. And I started thinking through the amount of time I'd need to practice, the amount I'd need to pull the conductor and probably even Terrence to get, and you to get more help versus you being able to come in and do a great job. And I wasn't looking even backwards to some mistakes that I made in terms of allowing it or, you know, having it set up in this way. I mean, it was a real learning thing for me, but at that moment I started thinking about how is this performance going to be the best and so you know we talk about reverse engineering things and stuff and it became very clear Hmm. and so um i'm so grateful that you know i have a partner like you and so that's that's another takeaway is like you know work with other people especially on your own instrument like when you're younger you're just like we're pianists or competitors bass players we're all and then as you get older you start to realize no man we I mean, you want to be, you know, brothers and sisters with the bassists and drummers and the sure. conductors, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you really want to be brother and sister with the other pianists. For real. Know? Yeah, yeah. I appreciate and, uh, the opportunity, man. Yeah. And, uh, happy. Any, any, anytime you had any Terrence Blanchard opera to throw my way, I'm down, man. It's really, really good music. Yeah. I, I, I've learned a lot in this process, too, about uh, rehearsing with orchestras because this is the by far, you know, usually the, the gigs I've done are pops gigs, right? right? Where the conductor maybe even counts it off and then we're just swinging or whatever or, or grooving and it's, it goes. Yep. And this is much more in, in the, the orchestra style. Like we were coming to them. We're trying to play in a freer time feel than what we're used to for sure all the time. Right. And, uh, and then even, you know, the grooves are following the conductor and, and a little bit, you know, slowing down, speeding up at times. And it's, yep very very difficult yeah uh so i've learned uh better to follow the conductor that there's a little bounce i didn't know about the little bounce oh yeah little bounce can even be big sometimes can even be big (laughs) bounce yeah uh and then uh and then really just uh you know when you do something like this if there's something that has a score where there's important things you have to document and Mm -hmm. it's an important part of the process yeah uh get friendly with your pencil and your highlighter yeah and like really uh, you don't want to write paragraphs on there, no. but anything as you're going and it's in the moment, you don't have time to react. You know, we've been changing on the score. We've changed so many rotten chord symbols. Right, right, right. <laughs> that just aren't right. And there's a couple of places where it's like, there's a lot of places where it's like two bass clefs on a grand staff. Right, right. And it's weird to read in that way. Like and just jumping. to clarify, Adam, Adam's saying, he's not saying rotten chords. We're talking about the nomenclature, like how yeah. it's written. Yeah. Like what, and, and the nice thing is like we both kind of know what t- the types of movements Terrence likes to do and we can hear the thing. So this is just kind of, we'll give him an example. Like like it's like a, a G minor, I don't know. What do you yeah, think? I mean, there's a ton. So like a, a C flat. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, those, minor yeah. over A. Fl- We've talked about these yeah, chord yeah. symbols before, like two different chords, and really, it's just like an A flat seven, right? Sharp eleven or something. Sometimes you know? these more kind of cla- you know uh, copyists that are more classically versed don't understand. It's one of the hardest things is a rhythm section part and a piano part, yeah. and, and usually it's pushed to the end. But yeah, just something being written. I mean, yeah, the notes are correct and they're written there, but it's written in a way that's way more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, I don't even think you have to be, worry about like making notes that are theoretically correct you just make them so that you understand what's going to happen you know right. make them for you right make them in, like like this score is full of like c triangle and they mean c triad yeah but that's i think most jazz musicians see triangle and think major seven and there's well, but really some of these they do and mean, then some of them actually do have a major seven <laughs> so in like them you have with to hear the and then make a note and so, you've made those notes but being that kind of detailed for something like this i think that's what you know that's what being pro- professional is all about and, and taking that game of, of detail to like a highest plane you can. Yeah. 
and then you know now we got to play it <laughs> <laughs> not we um no but <laughs> no but the thing is too and i think you know to your point of documenting these things as you go through and rehearsing the great thing is that they're was a lot of rehearsals, so it's yeah, it started rough, but you know you're going to get to the promised land. Yeah, shout but out only, to uh, Opera Theater. Yeah, absolutely, and I mean, only you only get to the promised land though if there's a commitment, and you see this with orchestras; they're always writing stuff. They're not having, in this case, to have to write as much as we do, just because of the nature of this piano part is just it never stops. It's yeah. it's so integral to everything, but you know, this is not the kind of thing that anyone could come in, no matter what level, as a pianist or even reader could come in and just not write anything. And even if you did do that, that would be a disservice. Like we always talk about how a part should look like you want it to be, even if we didn't have this kind of understudy thing where we could cover each other, you know, what if something happens and you get sick on Saturday afternoon and can't make it, they got to call on someone else that's never seen the part. Yeah. It's going to be hard, but at least they're going to have all the stuff that you've written in now yeah. um, to be able to guide <laughs> that. It is still going to be hard. <laughs> it would be very hard. But I mean, that's kind of the goal is that, you know, the copyist gets it, you know, the composer to the copyist and then the performer. We do have a responsibility to get that part ready to go, not just for us, but for anyone. Yeah, this this is a is going to be a hit, I think, and it's going to go on the road. I know his last opera that was commissioned by Jazz St. Louis and Opera Theater here yep. in St. Louis. Louis, which shout out to those organizations oh, for, for commissioning jazz operas you know, know. what i mean and yeah where else Terrence. is that happening in the in the world right now but the last one went on to a few other cities yep uh, san, few francisco, other, san francisco yeah a few other operas. so you know there's going to be another piano player reading that part right uh, unless they want to fly one of us in <laughs> or both, it or might both. Take both. <laughs> i do like the idea of us just tag teaming this in the pit and right, right. and then just kind of talking smack that. the entire time we're not playing right exactly um but cool. Yeah. Well, it was it was really a, a big learning experience for me just a little bit. I mean, just the whole process and and navigating and, you know, it's like it, the great thing about it is like if you keep the music as the number one thing and this could be anything like, you know, you can apply this to different goals in our musical career um, to do gigs. And we're always talking about, you know, how to get gigs, how to practice for gigs, how to work with other people. Man, if, if you keep the music at the at the top kind of goal, even if other people aren't doing that, mm -hmm. they'll start to rally around that. Like we always got to remember that's what matters. Like we always think. You know, oh, you're going on a tour. Like, what's the travel? What's the piano? All these, all these things are important. What am I going to eat? How am I going to get there? Am I going to be, you know, all that's. Well, I don't know if I like to play with them or whatever. It always comes down to you're in a room, a club, a big hall, an arena, outside in a subway, whatever. You've got an instrument. You're either by yourself or with other people, and you're playing. Yeah. And people are liking it. They're paying or they're not. But that's the gig. Like yeah. that's actually the thing. So all the other stuff is window dressing. Yeah. So like, how do you make that? No matter what the situation, the best work back backwards from that and i think it, 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 it always gets easier man well said and thanks uh, again for the opportunity uh it's it's going to be awesome if you're yeah. in st louis in the next few weeks here at the end of july or end of june excuse me yeah get your tickets over the and next two weeks right yeah yeah good performance and spaced out over different days i'm gonna be there you're gonna be there oh i'm gonna oh. well can you hook me up with some tickets yeah probably. <laughs> uh and if you see fire shut up in my bones is that right yeah fire <laughs> shut up in my bones uh coming to your town check it out terrence has absolutely uh crushed this one i mean it's just so beautiful and so moving yeah uh, so go check it out absolutely and uh yeah oh and don't forget to go check out sound slice you know we have our theme up on soundslice.com we have yeah. a link here in the description so you can see the you'll hear it theme emotion in motion by peter martin it's transcribed it's in sound slice it goes along with the video 
Uh, it's awesome. People have been loving that. We got some great comments the last few days. Nice. And um, we remind you to go to YouTube. Even if you're not watching us, even if you only like to listen to us, no problem. We're the same way. We don't like to look at each other. We just listen. That's right. But um, you can go to YouTube and check out every episode. Is every episode on YouTube, Andrew? Pretty much of this you'll hear it. I mean, that we do currently. Yeah. Uh, up on YouTube. And you can leave the comments. We had some 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 nice back and forth about the Branford episode the other day. I noticed you haven't waded into those comments, but I waded deep this morning. Did you? Oh, I, I got to go check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah someone was uh, yeah had Branford's back big time. That's right, right. Yeah. I mean, we always we got Branford's back, of too, course. just in a different way. Yeah. But you can go there if you want to comment on today's episode, uh, if you have ideas about how to... Um, you know, fail and then pick yourself back up in a performance situation or whatever it was we were talking about. Please go there. Leave us a rating review wherever you listen or watch this. If you if you have a moment, if not, do it tomorrow. It's all good. And uh, till tomorrow, you'll hear it. Mm-hmm.